0: Last night last night I went to bed very much in need of a good night's sleep and then my phone went beep 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 the text and uh, I looked at the text and it was from Father Martin he said I'm not feeling well I think I need to go to the hospital so I got up and went downstairs and uh, he was there standing ready to go so we went over to Condell we went inside, and they checked him in, and it's kind of, luckily, there was nobody in the ER room. <laughs> it was wonderful, because normally, we go there late at night, and the place is mobbed. It was deserted, which is great. So um went through all the routine. Then they took him in to the room, and I went down with him. And um, the nurse was very kind very professional, excellent service from them. And the doctor came in and he says, hi, I'm Dr. Jude. And the first thing that came to my mind was Jude, patron saint of lost causes. (laughs) (laughs) And I was about to say that to him, but I said, don't say anything. (laughs) Because he was a wonderful doctor, excellent, top class, top class. And, And he nailed it straight away. He had a Appendicitis. He doesn't have it anymore <laughs> because uh, this morning at um, I think it was 5:30, I left around 4:30 because he had morphine, he was sleepy, and he was just waiting to take him up for surgery. So I came back home because uh, we had to get the mass schedule realigned and populated because he was doing the two outside masses this morning wasn't much time to get it sorted, but we did. But what really spoke to me was um, seeing other people there. And the sadness you see um, in a place like that. You know, just down a bit from us was this woman, I'm guessing, in her 60s. You know, and her husband, I don't know who she was, but you can hear things. And he has chest pain. He's throwing up. And you, know, you can see her standing uh, outside the room looking for somebody to do something. Because, you know, what they do is they'll take tests, they'll take blood, and all of that takes time. And if they do a scan, it was going down to Lutheran general to be read. Do you know? And all of this takes time and time and time. And people are so anxious. Do you know, the, 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 I read just uh, this morning, do you know, With the first kiss of love, there is always a tear at the back of the eye because when you fall in love with somebody, you're signing up for sorrow and difficulty. And the greater the love, the the greater the trauma that comes with that. And something that really struck me was that um, now to be in a sick bed, I could get up and walk away. But Emmanuel was uh, sorry, not Emmanuel Martin was sitting there and uh, left behind, if you get my there was only one person being wheeled into surgery, And that was Martin. I could come back home and I had other stuff to do to get ready for today. But the isolation That suffering and sickness brings into our lives is something that every person has to deal with. Because as we journey through Lent, there was the woman who was drinking by the well, the Samaritan woman. There was the leper, there was the man born blind, the man who had a skin ailment, couldn't get into the pool. All of the Gospels speak about ailments that people have. But today's gospel speaks about something we all have. We are all going to suffer and we're all going to die. No matter how wonderful or brilliant we are, no matter how strong and healthy, and somebody is going to, who has once kissed us, is going to cry over us. And that is something that we all have to listen to this gospel and the importance of it. beautiful line and it's a line that President Reagan used towards President Gorbachev and it is interesting here. He, says, he said President Gorbachev, he was in Berlin or he's in Germany anyway at the time, and he said let my people go. And These are the words that Moses spoke to Pharaoh those thousands of years ago. Let my people go. And that is what Jesus is saying: to 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 sin, to suffering, to death. Jesus cries, because he cries, obviously because love is his friend, but he cries because of the trauma and the, and the pain that suffering brings into people's lives. He came face to face with the people he loved. He came face to face with that horrible trauma and pain and suffering that comes into people's lives. And that is why he said, unbind him, let him go free. And that is something that, that Jesus wants of each of us as his disciples. He wants us to be people who roll away the stone from the lives of people who are suffering in some way. To unbind them and let them go free. The greatest sin that we can have is the sin of indifference and to ignore and be indifferent to the suffering of somebody else. That is a dreadful sin. It is because at the end of the day, each one of us will be held accountable for the good we have failed to do. Given the love and the blessings that Jesus gives to us, and we're all guilty. Well, i said I'm guilty of it at times as well. But, uh, do you know, we're held, we will be held accountable for the good we fail to do. We will be held accountable for not rolling away the stone of somebody who is suffering and leaving them in their isolation by not reaching out to them and just saying kindly to them with all sincerity, how are you? Is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything I can do? The slightest little thing. It was beautiful today. After the drive-in Mass, a woman came up to me and says, Oh, Father, Father Martin anointed my dad in the Alexian Brothers, which is quite a bit away. She says, can I give him something for you? Can I do something for him? You know, you can see that wanting to do something and the importance of doing something for somebody who is suffering in some way to ease their pain and suffering and to eradicate their isolation and their their being locked in in a tomb. So listen to those words. Roll away the tomb and unbind him and let him go free. This is what Jesus wants us to do when we encounter somebody that Jesus loves who's in the house of the afflicted.